All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Oatana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. I'm head coach Derek Johnson here with Coach Gabe. I've heard been thrown around, yep. so we'll go with yep, that. Yeah, we'll go with Coach Gabe. That's that's pretty much what they all everybody knows. Um, because back in the day, it was plenty of us, and Coach yep. Elvin did get five people looking at him. So right, yeah. So there are still a lot of older kids still around, just with Coach Gabe. That Make eliminates sure the the confusion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice. And uh, yeah, to start off right away, I'm going to do a quick thank you to Flemke Insurance Agency podcast sponsor. Um, ben Flemke and his team, they're shopping dozens of different carriers for your home, auto, commercial, life, everything like that. So they have you completely covered, hence the, the Shield logo they have. And they do all the hard work for you. You just sign on the dotted line and pay them to do their job. So love that. So thank you to Ben Flemke and the Flemke Insurance Agency. Um, so this week, Coach, uh, we have a... We're transitioning into our spring stuff. Yes. Kind of all at once in a good way. Um, starting off with our off-season lifting program. Uh, some exciting developments in that area. So we're working with the uh, OHS strength and conditioning st- staff. That's Coach uh, Jerry Egremont, uh, Coach Ginther, Coach okay. Sharper. And uh, I believe they're even hiring another one uh, to help out. And so... We worked with them in order to um, get kind of special allotted time for our team to lift in the mornings before school uh, okay. for the spring session. Uh, so they're doing those from 630 to 730. And that's our high school program. And then any middle schooler that we ended up pulling up by the end of the season for yep. February. Um, they get the opportunity to come in for that then, too. Yes. Good. Yep. Yeah. And so really, you know, we work in conjunction with the strength and conditioning uh, team here. And so for our offseason lifting program, you know, if they're in, uh, let's say they're in track and field and they're, you know, they're a thrower with Egremont and his staff, that counts towards our offseason lifting, too. Um, But we're really trying to get the kids in who, you know, we we have a lot of baseball, lacrosse, uh, trap, uh, here in the spring and we wanted to be able to work around their schedule and get them in in the mornings yeah take away the excuse of you know i got practice oh i got practice or i got to work yeah and and not to mention we want them to be well diversified you know obviously we want them to participate in as many sports as possible yes yeah because one sport athletes you it's that's a different breed um and uh they got one 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 set goal and um other sports, it just helps with the body, gives your body a rest, gets you to do something else. You stay in shape. Yeah. You're, yep. you're active. You're not uh, sitting at home uh, video gaming mm-hmm. or whatever they do now. Yeah. <laughs> TikToking. 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 Hey, I, I, I just got hooked up with that. Oh, man. Paris. <laughs> yep. Paris got you. Yeah, hooked and up. I got an Instagram account now, too. Oh, my God. Look at you, <laughs> yep. Mr. Millennial over yeah, there. She's friended everybody for me, so I don't even know who my friends are. <laughs> Is she your social media manager? Yes, at she's this point? my manager. Yep, yep. She's my agent. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Well, yeah. So, and yeah, exactly right. You know, we understand wrestling is also not like the main sport for yep. some kids out. Um, and we don't hold that against them too much. No. Uh, so, yeah, we also <laughs> wanted to accommodate that. But also, like I said, you know, at baseball, lacrosse, and they'll have traveling clubs and everything like yep. that. Those are rigorous sports and um, great for, you know, lacrosse specifically, like conditioning. And yes. Uh, those endurance athletes, the, the track, the cross country. Oh yeah. Them sports exactly. too, also. 
I mean, they're, yep. they're for the endurance for wrestling. It just helps you come into season actually somewhat in shape. Yeah, absolutely. And so we wanted this. Uh, we wanted to make sure, though, I'd, I'd tell the team year round, um, you know, you don't have to wrestle year round, but you at least need to lift year round. Yes. Like that's a, that's a minimum. And then kind of the next step up from that is, hey, let's get some mat time also. Yep in the spring, you know, uh, maybe a little ramp up in the fall, even before captain's practice that can't hurt. Yeah. But at least the lifting, I mean, that's gotta be nowadays. It's just mandatory. You go to the state tournament. There's nobody there that looks skinny. No, except for, I mean, yes, the, 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 the three pounders are small or not three anymore. The six and the, and the, 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 the first three weights, right. They're typically, but looking at them kids this year, they weren't skinny. Oh my gosh. They they were, they were built for their weights. Yeah. Yep. And, like, and and that's and that's just it is it wasn't even like when we were going through, <laughs> you know, I I was probably besides the football players. I mean, on my teams, we non football players, we probably had one or two guys that actually lifted. Yep. And nowadays, like you're missing out, like yeah. you're getting left in the dust if you don't. Yes. Lift if you don't have that strength, you better yep. have every move in your back pocket and be very, very smooth and. You don't see that anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, Landon Johnson to me is like kind of the, the exception, you know, where it's like now it's going to be fun. We were just talking to him the other day, what he's going to do. He's put, he's He's, packing on muscle now for 74. The other night here in practice, uh, he was in here with his little brother and just walking around helping little kids, which is great for all you alumni that -hmm. are just graduated, still active. Um, pop in here and us coaches ain't going to throw you out. No. Um, but yeah, he is. He's put on some some size, right? He he he's not the skinny smooth kid anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, and that how scary is that? I mean, yeah. he didn't lift, and yet he was that good. Yes. And so now that he's going to lift, holy crap! Yeah, watch out. Yeah, that's scary. Watch out. That's scary. And and times nowadays, back from when I don't know about your era, but my era, you cut to your weight. Yeah. And you cut to the weight that you were strong at. Well, why? philosophy now is why not be strong and take whatever weight you want right yep as strong you are the the better you're going to be if you actually get some mat time and lift it's not going to hurt you to lift right. anymore right and that's a good message to you know parents of young kids too you know there is that stigma of cutting weight and everything yeah. it, not the case no I mean, we had one kid this year that was borderline like really watching his yep. nutrition outside of that everyone else wrestled what they weighed in a healthy way i mean yeah. like you know, obviously we don't want them eating gummy bears yeah. and potato and, chips and, yeah, and pop. pop and everything. But I mean, like everyone was just exactly what they weighed at yep. an athletic level. So yep. and, and by the time you get to the end of the season, when you're growing, yeah, it might get a little harder to, to make a little, you know, cut a few pounds is fine. I I was a cutter. I don't know how much yeah, cutting you did. Really um, bad. <laughs> I, I, it's, I don't know if it's a proven fact, but all my brothers are over six foot. Um, <laughs> sure. I am not. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I, I kind of, you know, it, I would rather see a kid lift and be healthy than cut weight anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that was, that was, we saw it this year with Kale Rob going up at first five weight classes yeah. by the end of the season, it was still up four weight classes from what he competed at, at state the previous year, Yeah, all from muscle, all yep. from, you know, and even then, you know, when he was going down to 52, which with the pound allowance was more like 156. I mean, he was naturally weighing in at 60 yeah. weeks before that. Yeah. So, um, 
it, it's it's just the it, it the I lifting love what it's doing yeah the lifting exactly and the, then his time on the mat it, yep. I mean he could jump that many weights up and still be very very successful at it yeah yeah and his older brother you know set that same standard and I love what you know at the NCAA level uh, you know what Kyle Dake made popular which was winning a national title moving up a weight class every single year yeah. like great I, yeah. I love that example yeah that and he people set. see that oh let's now let's work out right and 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 work hard while you're mm-hmm. working out i almost slipped up there um, right yeah. <laughs> um working out and and lifting and getting stronger to take the weight you want not yeah. have to cut to get a, to be on the team just lift and take the weight you want yeah yep awesome so yeah that that starts up uh tomorrow morning and uh you know for all the the wrestlers, I'm not sure if they actually listen to this podcast or watch, yeah. <laughs> but starts right away tomorrow morning. And uh, I had a date wrong. It said March 6th, but it meant March 16th. But it's already in Sports Engine calendar anyway, so your email should have that notification. Um, not too late uh, to participate in that. Uh, it's never I, too late. Never too late. And I, and I can't stress it enough. It's, it is absolutely integral. We saw the examples of the people who lifted with us last year and lifted with uh, Egremont and his staff and then the people who didn't. Yep. And there was a clear difference. Sorry to say we could tell, we could yep. tell in the, in the practice room. Um, and that's, that's all we want is we want the entire level of the team yep. to improve. And, so. a, and another thing with the lifting is them kids that we seen um, when I was in here with them, that one night that I was in charge of it, I could see the ones that were in there actually lifting too. Yeah. And them, I could call out all four of them that really, really worked in there every time I was in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's some nights you're tired. You, you've had work that day or something. You were just a little drained, but they were still doing it, doing their weight and right. doing it properly. And it's, it's up to you. I mean, yeah. it's up to the kid. If they're good. I mean, they could show up every day to the weight room, but if they don't pick up a weight, it ain't going to do them any good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Egremont does a good job of making it kind of foolproof because yep. especially he's going to have his staff kind of that's a different intensity. Yes. Yes. And that's what I love about it is it's yeah, you're right. I mean, if th- that's why um, I harp on it so much about there's a difference between lifting with professionals and kind of lifting on your own. Yes. Then the breaks get longer. Then you're checking Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok in between <laughs> sets. Oh, I see that all the yeah. time at the gym. Yeah. So <laughs> or making their TikToks while other people are trying to lift. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um really excited about that. Really yeah. excited. So um and then hey freestyle Greco starts next week. Freestyle Greco starts. Um we uh on Tuesday night uh Coach Noah Bloom, Coach Bloom will be in the practice. Um I'll just, I sent out an email to everybody that is registered right now. Yep. Um, I will not be there this first week. So why not? Um, my wife planned a trip for us. You know, <laughs> I, I feel obligated to go, yeah. you know, it's, it's, a, you know, vacation. And um, so n- Tuesday night will be a, just a regular practice. Yep. Thursday night, um, I have Pete Queasley, Mr. Queasley coming in. He is one of the head refs for MN USA Wrestling. And that night we are not actually going to practice. Um, we're going to roll him at because he's probably going to have to show some stuff. They're going to sure. have things going through, but he's going to run through a full freestyle match, a full Greco match. Um, also scoring rules, any questions, any kids or parents have, he's here to answer that. He is, he just got back 
being the head ref at the NCAA Girls National Tournament. Oh, so okay. he knows what he's talking about. He yeah. is, um, his dad is number one. I'm thinking he's like two or three in the state on his ranking for a referee. Okay. So um, that night, I really, really would like all parents to come to that practice and sit down and listen to what he has to say. Gotcha. And then, gotcha. then come the following Tuesday, we're full force. So we're talking Thursday, the 23rd. Yes. Is basically a clinic. It's basically scoring. knowledge. Yep. Yep. Cl- yep. Uh, 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 informational clinic. Yep. Um, for all the new guys, all the new kids, the new parents wondering what freestyle and Greco is. Awesome. Awesome. Love that idea. So, so yeah, that's a good, good segue into the season. Yes. And then um, we have already decided 90% that our first tournament will be the Apple Valley tournament on, I want to say it's April 8th, but. I think it's the 8th. It's a Friday night tournament. So that'd be the 7th then. The 7th. Okay. Yep. April 7th will be the Apple Valley one that okay. we have picked to go to. Sure. Um, because the next closest one is, I want to say, two hours north of the cities. Mm. And that's, Apple Valley it is. Yeah, Apple <laughs> Valley it is. And plus, yep. I mean, it's not like there's going to be anybody. I mean, that, that tournament's going to be a big tournament. Yep. It's going to be a fun one. Um, and then a lot of kids will get their eyes opened. Um, win or lose, it does not matter. We're out on the mat. Um, freestyle is a whole different game. Yeah. You're going to beat some really good kids that have never wrestled it. And you're going to run into some really good kids that will beat you. Right. We don't, we don't keep track of wins, losses. I, I don't really care. Yeah, I care, but I don't, as long as you're out learning and trying. Right. Is what, what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what would you say to those that are thinking about like, oh, I just want to do practice and I don't want to compete. Um, I would say that that's great. Come into practice. You're, yep. You'll learn stuff. Um, I think a wrestler needs a, a few of the, the competitions to keep that um, knowledge going to actually see so you can try the moves you're learning sure. rather than waiting to the last second and saying, oh, I remember this, this move. Should I do it or not? Well, in a match, trying something for the first time, you want practice at it. I sure. mean, that's what practice is for. And then you go in. Show what you learned at practice out on the mat. Okay. Nice. nice. I mean, it's not mandatory. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is in works, if you make it to every practice and one tournament, I guarantee it, once you go to one tournament, you're going to want to go to a couple more. And there's not that many. It's only nine weeks long. Yeah. Um, there is going to be uh, something for the kids. I uh, The only thing I keep track of is... Um, their, their, their time coming in. Every time you come in, you'll get oh, a yeah. mark. If you make it to every practice and one one tournament, there will be an award for you. Okay. We, we awesome. haven't figured out what that is. We're, we're still trying sure. to figure that out. But it'll be something different that nobody else has. Nice. Nice. So, awesome. Well, a little extra incentive there. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, we did have a little live stuff this past weekend. Our middle school team was at regionals down in uh, Grand Meadow, so the NYWA regionals, uh, and they placed fourth, so they did qualify yep. for state, which will be the second weekend over spring break. Yep. Um, so that's awesome. So congratulations to the middle school yes, team. Yes, congratulations. Uh, I was there. It was pretty dang fun, although we wrestled the same team twice. So we had Plainville, Elgin, Millville first round. Yeah. Uh, lost to them, but quite on. And it was just a, a crazy day where everybody got pins. You either got, pins or <laughs> got like the, all the scores were six points across the board. It seemed like 
Um, so we went out there, fought hard, um, and crawled back in. I think only lost by six or nine points in the first round. Yep. And then Pine Island second round, who had, I mean, a couple of kids looked like they wrestled some varsity yeah. this year. Uh, we actually came through. So we had, we fought them really hard and saved some team points in the lower weights where they were really strong, yeah. like JV varsity kids. Okay. Um, and then the middleweights, uh, we kind of got a rally going around there, starting with, you know, kind of the Will Frantesolo yep. um, area. Um, and so, yeah, came back and fought hard and ended up getting the, I uh, came down to heavyweight with Alex okay. Neitzel and uh, he got the win and, Oh, good uh, for him. Yeah. So then we got back in the third place match. Well, and Plainville, <laughs> Elgin Millville came back in. Yeah. Um, so they lost on the front side and got thrown back into yep, the back side. Exactly. Exactly. So then we had him again for the third round. Um, and we switched some stuff up to see. And we got some other worked in some other kids that yep. hadn't wrestled um, because we knew we qualified anyway. Yep. So wanted to get everybody good matches. Got a lot of exhibition matches in that okay. day, too. Um, but yeah, so lost the second time to Plainview again. Um, however, I mean, all day long, so fun, such a cool environment. Um, all the kids were hanging out and, you know, even with the other teams, it was just a great environment. So it was oh, good. awesome. Good. Yeah. And, and how, how was it down in that school? I have not been in their school yet. It's like four bubbles. Yeah. Those those domes, the domes are pods and those are classrooms. So we weren't in there. Okay. So yep. the gym's behind all that. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it's a K through 12 and pretty standard gym. And, um, yeah, they, they ran a tight ship that was okay. started on time. Everything like flied. Good. So it was Good. great. Yeah. Um, and then one thing I wanted to point out and we'll have more details as we get closer, but the Oatana wrestling banquet is Sunday, April 16th. Mark your calendars. Uh, this isn't just like an awards banquet just for high school or anything like that. This is a total community um, celebration. So, like I said, we have more details. We're fleshing that out. But uh, about a month away, Sunday, yeah. April 16th. And we'll keep talking about it and updating uh, as we get closer. Yep. So, And I've, I've heard there's some other stuff in the works. Yep. Just uh, for the, you know, to, to keep it more than just, like you said, just an awards banquet. It's, right. it's a community thing. Exactly, exactly. Probably have some wrestle-offs with yep. class of 1985 or something like that. Too, so. 85 Make it interesting. against 96. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, we'll be right back with our uh, guest of honor here. And um, yeah, but like I said, we'll have more details coming up. So, All right. Welcome back to the Owatonna Wrestling Weekly Podcast brought to you by Flemke Insurance Agency. And I know a lot of you out there already recognize the the gentleman in between our yes. wrestling coach sandwich here, Coach Jerry Egermont, uh, Oatana uh, head strength and conditioning coach, among other roles. So welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me, guys. Now, you wear so many hats, like a whole collection of hats here at the Oatana High School. Uh, what, what are all the different kind of roles you have? So... This is my 25th year of uh, being in the Oatana Public Schools. Um, first year in 98, I was at the junior high school. And then uh, they moved me over to the high school. And uh, since 98, I've been coaching uh, varsity boys and girls track. At that time, no longer girls track, just boys track. Okay. And um, um, then in the in the uh, winter, I've been um, uh, strength and conditioning you know, uh, the other sports and, uh, and in the fall coaching football. So 
um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been um, uh, a lot of work, but it's work that I've really enjoyed. And I'm really thankful to be able to, to work with the programs, the coaches, uh, the kids that I've been able to over these years and to see them uh, really come into their own mm -hmm. uh, through the weight room. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I was going to. I was going to ask you what how the the difference of the kids that you've seen come through and then excel afterwards. Yeah, it's you know kids are still kids. Um, kids want to do well. The thing that I've seen, you know, um, a little bit more obvious over the last twenty five years of being here is uh, kids um, are they want to do well. It's just a matter of them. Um, doing the work yep. and I just there's less and less kids who are willing to put in that extra time to separate themselves from uh, being great and it comes with a lot of blood sweat and tears in the weight room and that really in my estimation just of my own story of you know of where where kids are at and if they want to compete at higher levels mm -hmm. they got to be able to come in and sacrifice that time whether it's mornings at 6 a.m or or you know in the afternoons and and just grind it out yeah. but there's just fewer kids that are willing to do that yeah yeah and and that's i i would have to agree with you that um it, it's not like the you know, the mentality has shifted slightly, but it's more about it just gets a little rarer. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. there's still the same, mm -hmm. you know, uh, nose to the grindstone kids out there, just probably a little less. And and also, I'd say the overall patience of yeah. wanting kind of the instant gratification. Yes. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah. I got it. I know, it if I don't make varsity now, yeah. my world could be over. And yeah. instead of like kind of using that as a goal on the horizon. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we fight is in this culture today in the age of these kids is they want that instant gratification and they're not willing to, to just be in, you know, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey yep. and know that it takes a lot of work to get there. And if that instant gratification doesn't happen right away, they kind of pull back and they start questioning themselves or that confidence piece mm -hmm. is out the window instead yeah. of like, you know what, it's, it might take me two years to get into a lineup yeah. and I'm willing to yep. do that and I'm not going to miss a workout. And I've worked with those kids uh, and uh, it's a lot of fun to see the fruits of their labor. But um, at the end of the day, it just has to come down to discipline, enthusiasm, persistence and having total focus of not giving up because they can. Yeah. Yeah. They can so. It's the not giving up part. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. a fight through it. Well, and that's uh, we, we talked about this a little bit behind your back uh, at the beginning of the podcast, but uh, talking about kind of the, my excitement for what we're going to be doing spring, summer and fall uh, in relation specifically to Oatana Wrestling and the strength training program that you're you've created and implementing in it. It's the intensity. It's the energy. It's the but uh, I actually phrase it as excitement. Mm -hmm. Like it's the excitement yeah. you you and your staff have for the journey, the lifting, the grind, yeah. um, and how you frame it because man, if, if, if it's dead energy, you're just naturally not going to be, you know, most people, 99% of the population isn't going to push themselves. As no, hard. You know, you're right. And I, and I look at this guys, I mean, I've been here long enough, you know, um, to see, uh, a phenomenal program 
through Coach Davis and what he did. It was on the map. Anywhere where you went in the state or the upper Midwest, it was Owatonna Wrestling. And uh, it, it was that. And uh, it's, it's dropped off a little bit for whatever reason. Um, and I'm super excited to see you, Coach Johnson, lead this ship. And a big part of my excitement and enthusiasm is comes from you and your dedication and your willingness to do anything and everything for these kids to give them a chance to be part of a special program. And I'm telling you, it wears off on me and it's like it's rejuvenated me mm. to get me going and to even help that much more to make sure that we get back on the map for Owatonna Wrestling. And I'm gonna do whatever I can, I can from the weight room standpoint to help you guys get back on that on that uh, page. And we can do it. We have the kids to do it. Yep. We have the staff to do it. It's just a matter of getting these kids to buy in. Yep. And we can do that, but it's gonna be a journey. And we just can't let up on them. We just gotta yep. be, we can't relent from these mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. of knowing we have the map. You guys, have, yep. we have the map. We have the roadmap, we have everything. Yep. You know, that we they need to be successful. They just got to show up and they yep. got to trust. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Agreed fully. Well, and um, you, you told a good story yesterday to the kids, you know, talking about how um, you were up in East Grand Forks. And, you know, you, as soon as you got the Oatana job, immediately you were getting comments of, oh, that wrestling town, yeah. you know, like that, that type of notoriety and everything like that. So. Before you got to Owatonna, what was kind of your journey into, you know, the, the strength coach realm? So out of college, playing four years of college football, and then I had a couple of tryouts at the end of my senior year up in Canada with Toronto and stuff. And I, my, my dream was to obviously play, play football as long as I could. And then uh, when I didn't make it and I wasn't quite fast <laughs> enough or whatever, um, I ended up... Um, teaching and coaching at Red River High School oh, okay. up in Grand Forks. So I was up there uh, for five years and I took that role on of, of being a strength and conditioning coach up in, up in, uh, at Red River, uh, which is a hockey town. I love football, I coach football up there as well. But um, uh, the flood occurred back in 97. So the okay. great Red River flood in 97, yeah. uh, we were flooded out basically. Uh, we took, um, I took my young family and we ended up in Colorado Springs um, for a short time. Uh, we just wanted to try something new. Uh, Colorado Springs was a too large of a city for us. Uh, I didn't want to yeah, raise, yeah. find out, I didn't want to raise my, our daughters in that big of a city. So um, we started looking back at the Midwest, but not North Dakota. And uh, it's really cold up there. Even in July, my dad wears his long johns. Sure. Uh, so, um, so anyway, we, I was looking, we found uh, Owatonna. We have some really good teacher friends down in Elbert Lee from North Dakota. Oh, and they okay. said, it, back in 98, they said, hey, if you can get a job in Owatonna, your money. Owatonna is a solid district and it is a great district and it's thriving the community and everything. So uh, lo and behold, the Lord brought us uh, to Owatonna. And Mr. Jim Herzog, I give him all the credit. Mm. And I love that man. Uh, he's a mentor of mine and uh, uh, he means an awful lot to me. And he gave me an opportunity to move my family here and to teach and coach and to be a part of this great community. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, um, so the weight room coming in to this new school, what are you gonna have different 
from what you have now or how much bigger is it going to be bigger? I haven't seen anything in the school. I want to walk in and see everything. <laughs> the first time I go in, I want to see everything for the first time. I've, yeah. I've, I've been asked if I want to see some of the layout. I'm like, nope, I haven't had any jobs go in there. Yeah. So I haven't had to go in there. So what, what kind of weight room are we going to have for yeah. Oton High School kids? It's, it's really exciting. And to be a part of the design and, yeah. and the equipment and all of that has just been really uh, fruitful. It's been exciting. Uh, the campus as a whole is going to be incredible. Our campus yeah. uh, with the facility that we have is going to be uh, top shelf. But specifically our weight room, this weight room right now is, is right around 3,400 square feet. Um, and the weight room at the, at the senior high school, the new school, is going to be somewhere around uh, between 42 and, oh. and 4,500. Um, wow. So... Um, and then the, the, the interesting piece of when they designed it and, and we looked at this is there will be a true strength room of about that 4,200 to 4,400 square feet, somewhere in there. Yep. Uh, and then dividing that, we will have a, a wall that divides that into a fitness room. Okay. So we will have more cardio equipment. Uh, the cardio equipment will be in one room yeah. along with some plate loaded selectorized equipment. Okay. But with treadmills or trainers yeah. and that sort of thing. Yep. And then leg, you know, leg press and leg curls and sure. that will be in the other side. And square footage wise, I, I'm going to guess anywhere from 1300 to 1700 square feet, something sure. like that. Yeah. But it'll be two separate rooms, which will be two different teaching stations for okay. us. Oh, nice. And then the, the strength room in itself. Um, we're going to have about 18 uh, racks okay. and then with an inlaid, inlaid platforms. Okay. <laughs> really? And the inlaid oh, platforms gosh. will have Husky head on it and things like that. So we can do all of our Olympic lifting right outside those uh, power yeah. racks. So basically I can have, you know, 36 guys lifting at, at one time. The whistle. It's going to be very college-like. Okay. I was about very to say, that sounds like an NCAA room. Yeah. 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 Customized and, <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's Can't wait be, to see it. Yeah, it's going to be really sweet with the, the laser engraved equipment and yep. all that stuff. It's going to be top shelf. It really is. And and uh, really excited of what we can do. Um, again, the equipment, the flooring and everything that mm -hmm. we bring into there uh, is all just just a small piece of it. It's it's the kids that come in that walk through that door. Yep. And can we get them uh, elevated yep. to a, a, a level that it's like, a gold level standard, like we're going to get after it and we're going to train so that this starts breeding and just becomes a part of our fabric yeah. and the thread of who we are, not only through certain sports, yeah. uh, football and wrestling and, you know, and stuff. But if we can get these multi-sport athletes to, to really buy in, in season, out of season, you're going to see Owatonna from an athletic standpoint, start erupt. going. Yep. It's going to erupt. Yeah. But we, we just have too many multi-sport athletes, which are the best athletes in our school. But we share these athletes. And right now, there's just not enough consistency through our athletic programs to make sure that we deliver these kids to the next sport. Yep. So like yep. for football, it would behoove us to make sure that when we're done with football and they go to wrestling, that these kids aren't in the best shape possible so when they go into that wrestling season, there's no drop-offs. Yeah, sure. And then Coach yeah. Johns, he has a responsibility 
to make those athletes or make sure those athletes are ready and prepared to go into that spring yep. season. The track or to, yep. to lacrosse whatever. or to wherever lacrosse, they're going. Yep. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, tennis. But right. Yeah. Well, and I, uh, to that point, I, I talked to the Byron wrestling head coach because all of a sudden this year they exploded with like 16 girls in their high school room. And I go, what did you do? And he goes, I got the most popular girl in the school who runs track, <laughs> one of our sprinters, yeah. and told her this will keep you in the best shape throughout the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And it now our entire girls track team is wrestling. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, okay, okay. like that's that's incredible. It like is. so that's that's the type of yeah, the cooperation, collaboration that it's, we're looking to do. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I'm excited about what this new facility can do for us. Sure. And hopefully even forge us more closely as an athletic department so that we can get these uh, get these kids ready and prepared to play at high levels. And I'm just going to be frank. I know us strength coaches are a different breed, but I'm telling <laughs> you what, it's only because of my personal story of where I was and where I went because of a weight room and what it did for me from a from Cooperstown, North Dakota, a town of, you know, 12, 1400 people in it and playing. Uh, I played nine man football. And I came out of there and uh, and played college football. And we were state champions. We went undefeated my senior year in high school uh-huh. and lost uh-huh. in my junior year. And out of that class, which were tremendous athletes, there was only like three of us that went on and played college football. And only two of us actually finished four years of college okay. football. But when I was a senior in high school, I just got, you know, it was, I was 135 pounds to start of my senior year. 135 Jeez. pounds. <laughs> and... Uh, I lived in the weight room. I was a farm yep. kid. I grew up on the farm, obviously, throwing hay bales, yep. Yep. pitching a lot of manure and cleaning barn. <laughs> sure. So I, there's a lot of physical strength, but I lived in the little weight room that we had. And uh, fast forward to college, you know, I was six foot, 218 pounds, and, uh, and the weight room just drug free yep. and never touched, you know, I wanted to do it completely on my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, uh, where it took me, um, I couldn't have done without the weight room. Yep. I just, yeah. I couldn't have played college football. Right. Um, so I bring that passion, that energy to every one of these kids because the weight room is the instrument and the vessel to help get these kids where they want to be. They just have to get the work done yeah. and they yep. got to do it. Yep. Yep. And we had that conversation earlier back in the day for wrestlers. Yeah. It was cut to take a weight. Now my, I mean, in my head lift. Yeah. Get stronger and take the weight you want. Yeah. Well, and you, what you were able to accomplish with Kale Rob over the this past off season, and I mean that's now just an absolute banner story. I mean, like the example that you know, and back to the point of you know, you gave him all the opportunities, and it was up to him to take it. And boy, did he! Yeah. R- lifting sometimes twice a day. Yep. <laughs> like he yeah. He was just yeah. so incredibly dedicated. But to go up four or five weight classes and still knock off number one from Wisconsin and, you know, do all these things and and make the state finals uh, in dominant fashion. I mean, absolutely blow through the state tournament until the finals. It, it wouldn't have happened without, you know, you, your staff and being able to also motivate him, you know, because yet again, all of these weights have been around for a while (laughs) and it's like, it's also the, the, the motivation, the, um, the inspiration that you provide and the excitement because lifting even at its craziest and toughest should be fun. Yeah. Like it is really fun, especially, you know, like 
on days where, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be throwing around some weight and power cleans. Yeah. Like there's something primal yep. to that. Yeah. And yeah. like tapping into that is so important. Picking up yeah. heavy things and set, getting a, being able to set them yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. and it's, again, it goes back to, um, you know, kids, uh, if they're willing to put that work in and then when they test, you know, to see the fruits of that yes. labor, yeah, you know, and, uh, when they see that their squat went up 30, 40 pounds, their clean went up 20 pounds and their bench went up, whatever, you know, it becomes addicting instead of being on the phone and playing video games and everything else. <laughs> that's the, the, the yeah. you know, a distraction in their yep. life. They find things that actually can help them and uh, help them become more athletic. Um, but it takes a while and they got to buy in, they got to trust yeah. them. Yep. You know, I, I, I'm intense and I'm passionate and both you guys know me, but at the end of the day, I love kids. Yeah, have a heart absolutely. for them. You wouldn't be doing this job. And I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I think when the kids know me, like a Peyton Rob and a Kale Rob and Eli Ross and Coach yeah. Johnson and you guys, it's yeah. like I want nothing more than just to be a small part to be able to get you to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And that is, is just walking beside you and pushing you. And a lot of times they don't really enjoy the things no. that they want to hear <laughs> that I'm saying about yeah. get moving. You know, we got to yeah. yep. work harder. But um, I, I, uh, as long as my name's on the door, I got it. I'm going to continue to do that and believe in kids. And when I, when I quit believing in kids and that stuff, I guess I'll retire. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Nope. No. <laughs> no. I, I, I think you're dying in the rack at 95. You know? Like I think you're going down to the ball of fire. Yeah. So yeah, no, it, it's, it's so appreciated. And, uh, like I said, I, I couldn't be more excited about you know, the collaboration that continues to grow, like it's, you know, this off season is kind of a, another chapter for us, for Oatana wrestling. Um, and especially with how we've identified our team where there's a lot of young teams in our conference and everything like that. But even those young teams are full of people that I, we feel have already maxed their potential versus our team who sent 10 to state. And yeah, yeah. we're kind of raw yeah. in the strength you know, department and yeah. doing that. So yeah. if we add that facet, if we catch up in that way, it's going to be scary yeah. where these kids are going to be. And that's and one, of the, one of the big things that, uh, that I'm really excited for is to uh, offer this opportunity this spring for our wrestlers. When we have this open lifting and we got them on the program, we met last night, we went through orientation and uh, I'm really excited to see this group of kids and all of the wrestlers. And if they're not out for a spring sport, they need to be in here, period. Yep. Yep. You know, and to be able to be able to track these kids because this phase one is gonna set them up for summer. Right. We got a plan for these guys for summer. And then we're gonna roll right into the fall for these kids who are wrestling that aren't gonna be in fall sports. And we're gonna step on that mat next winter, and we're gonna we're gonna be put together. And and I just that's that's what I was gonna say. These kids as a group, uh, they all lift and get stronger. They're gonna they're gonna open some eyes real yeah. quick if they yeah. all do it. Correct. Right. I that's mean, the, the one or two yeah. that do it really hard, or the three or four that do it really hard. Yeah, then individually open eyes. But if the whole team does it, yeah. and they all come out looking like beasts. They're going to, it's just the intimidation factor. Because yeah. I mean, I looked at some of these other high school teams up at uh, the state tournament and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Every yeah. one of them. Waconia. Kids, yeah. Yeah. It's like, even their lankier Waconia kids had traps. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> God yeah. dang it. And, and they weren't, yeah. I mean, they weren't sucked down either. No. That was the main thing. They weren't just sucked down and look big. They were strong. Yeah. And a yeah. little bit from me is knowing the coaches down in the room with Coach Johnson, you guys down here. 
I know, and I'm not a wrestling guy, but I know they're going to be technically sound in their moves. Yep. yep. You know, technically sound. So as a strength coach, I stay, I take this personally because I always ask you guys, you know, like, hey, how did we do? You know, I mean, yeah. I want to know how we did. And I asked Chet, you know, too. It's like, you just weren't, we're, we're not very strong. And then yep. it's like, I go home and I don't sleep at night. <laughs> you know, really? Sure. Because yeah. I know down here, from a technique standpoint, these kids are getting the best technique, but we're missing such a huge component. And we're going to get there. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, without oh, yeah. a shadow of a doubt, we're not going to let up on these kids. And well, you know what? They're going to come around. But from a strength coach, I take that personally. Like, we, I need to, we need to get these kids in here. So, yep. and we're on that. And, and what, <clears throat> nine, all 10 of them got a taste. I mean, how many new guys first time going to the state tournament or some yeah. of the kids, oh, I find, I want a match at the state tournament. What do I mean? It, for me, it would be in the back of my head. Oh, I want more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do I got to oh, yeah. do to get more of that? Yeah. And lifting is basically, I mean, that and keep wrestling. Keep I, doing your sports. I was, I was sharing with a coach earlier today that we were just talking about lifting in general and some of the kids, you know, not lifting or not choosing to lift. And I said, I can understand this maybe 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. There was no internet, there was no phones, there was nothing. And, you know, lifting was lifting, but it, was, it wasn't like it is now. No. For crying out yeah. loud, there isn't an athlete at the high school, middle school, college level that doesn't lift and train because they need to get bigger, faster, stronger, and more explosive. Yeah. And it's like, and there's so much out there on social media for these kids to like get hooked by that. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, uh, we're in the process. It'll, it'll, process. It's, yeah. it's coming. I mean, we'll these yeah. guys are young enough. And if, the, I mean, if the group that I seen last year doubles to this year, oh, we're, Oton Russell's coming back. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know yeah. Coach Egermont, you've recruited, um, and I'm a big proponent of it too, like, you know, some of the boys to throw um, and, and lift with you for track and field. And so that too, you know, it's, um, a few of these guys weren't necessarily active last spring, you know, and (laughs) didn't really get started lifting basically until kind of football season rolled around in in July. And then I I heard the comment of, well, I lifted, I busted my butt in the off season for about two months. You did, you know, it's a long time, you know, the wrestling season's only 15 weeks. There's a lot of year that's yeah. left over yeah. and that's where it makes a difference. We're always going to get them there conditioning wise. We're always going to get them there technique wise during the season. But yeah, this is the one thing that we, you know, you have so much time to make up ground. Yeah. So. Yep. Two things go along with that. And I, and if, if athletes are trying to train off season, it's recreational lifting. I uh, trained a, an athlete here a couple weeks ago and uh, he's was lifting off site. And he said, coach, would you, uh, would you, would you train me? And, uh, and I said, yeah, come on in. And uh, I said, where have you been lifting? He goes, well, I've been down uh, uh, at, a, at, at a gym. Yeah. And uh, I said, all right, let's go. I got a program for you. And I put him through a workout. And he, he barely finished. And I didn't see him for about three days. But he was so <laughs> But he came back on, on that Tuesday. And he said, that's the best workout I've, I've ever had, coach. Yeah. And it isn't about me. It's about training. The difference of... There's lifting. You can go to a gym and lift mm-hmm. right. and lift, and it's recreational because yep. that's what happens when athletes try to go off-site. Yep. No one will ever tell me any different. But when you lift in-house with your buddies and you're training 
you're going to get better. Yep. You're going to be yep. more athletic. Yep. Blake Fisher and Max Lemke are uh, coming out and they threw, they're throwing for me right now. And uh, I'm telling you what, we've had two a days. So every morning we're, uh, we have practice at 630 okay. that we're in the weight room and we're doing SAQ. We're doing sprints and we're doing all kinds of work. And these guys are like looking at me with wide eyes and I'm like, stay the course. <laughs> yeah. I said, you're going to be fine. You're going to get strong. Yeah. You're going to improve your balance. Yeah. And you're going to be a tremendous athlete, not only in throwing, but in wrestling and everything else in football. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, look at what you did for Grant Lauer last year. You know, yeah, him yeah. him lifting and, you know, changing his entire body composition with you guys. Yeah. And then went from zero varsity wins ever yeah. in wrestling to <laughs> 25 wins in all conference and nearly made it to state. Yep. So, yeah, that was that was huge. That was huge. And so. I, I, I I do the recreational stuff, yeah. the lifting. So I I see what exactly what you're talking about at the gym, one of the other gyms offsite here in yeah. town. Yes, they're in there. But when there's four of them all waiting for the same dumbbell yeah. and videotaping each other. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about wrestlers. I'm not talking about any certain kids. Yeah. I, it's, it's all of them in there. But then there's the few in there. Yeah. Like last year, I seen Kale Robb in there. He would come in, put his earbuds in, and that kid would go to town. Yeah. And it's like, he wouldn't stop to talk to all his buddies until he was at the bench putting on his tennis shoes to leave. Yep. He had a program to follow. Yep. Yep. And he was doing it in there. And then I would see him later that night up here (laughs) doing it again. So it's like, oh. And and a big piece of that, guys, from a physiological standpoint, is your work-rest ratio. Yeah. You know, so like the, the senior that I was training, I kept him because of the intensity in the program that we're on. I kept him to a minimum of a 75 second rest and then we were back at it. Yep. And I'm yep. telling you what it is. It's not what you do. It's how you do yep. it. And uh, it, it, it turns money. You just got to stay that course yep. and enjoy that journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you talked about you weren't as charismatic or, or something before you came on this podcast. Holy crap. Like, <laughs> this is uh, this is a great chat. I loved it. Loved it. I knew you have to squeeze your leg. I know. I, I knew as soon as we got, you know, got on a topic, I don't on. know, like lifting, that this would just, you know, be easy peasy. This so. is not my cup of tea. Having headphones on and speaking yeah, into a no, You did a great job. You did a great job. Well, thank you again for Thanks. being on the podcast, but also yeah, for the collaboration. So excited to continue working with you and see where we can we can go as a team. Yeah, I just want to be here to help you guys and be uh, serve you guys and your team and and help these kids uh, become the best they can be. So thank you guys for having me. And thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah, Yeah. look forward to working with you guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, thank you. That's another Owatonna Wrestling Weekly podcast uh, with Coach Gabe Hovden and Head coach Derek Johnson and uh, yeah, mark your calendars April sixteenth. We'll see you at the banquet and and next week freestyle starts. Yep, throw and that freestyle plug in and yep. thanks for Drake for setting everything up. Did ah, a great job, dude. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> All, right. All right, take care. Talk to you next week. Thanks.